And now on Marcus Paul in the Morning, Senator Malcolm Roberts. All right, Malcolm, good morning to you. Good morning, Marcus. How are you? Yeah, good. Look, it's a conversation that, well, it needs to be had. I don't know. Um, You and I are going to butt heads on this this morning. If you work in the aged care sector, if you work with the most vulnerable people in our community, uh, bearing in mind that unfortunately once COVID hit a number of nursing home facilities in New South Wales and Victoria in particular, we had deaths, I think you should be vaccinated. Well, what we did was we threw it open on our Facebook page to um, people who work in the aged care sector, Marcus, and we listened to them. And we had to shut down our work in our office because we were swamped with phone calls the day before yesterday, absolutely swamped. All our staff were answering the phone. And some of our staff were really felt very upset because we had aged care workers crying on the phone to them. One was literally sobbing for 15 minutes. Some of these people are, are females. They're young females. They're actually carrying babies. They don't know what the hell's going to happen to, their, to the impact on their kid. Uh, some are mothers planning to be... Uh, some are women wanting to become mothers. Some sure. are fathers yep. wanting to become fathers. They don't know whether it's safe or not to have a baby now. So... This is really traumatic for these people. And what really comes through is that this could backfire on the aged care sector on people in aged care because some of these people are now saying, if I have to get this uh, vaccine, I am not going to stay. I'm not getting that injection. I'm getting out. And they're really upset at having to leave the people they've been caring for. We know of nurses in Victoria. I was contacted by one yesterday. um, They're organising themselves because they they know that individually they can be threatened with losing their job. And together, though, they can say to the hospital or the aged care facility, if you sack us all, you've got no one. So, I mean, these people are really upset. They're very, very emotionally upset because the core issue is about informed consent and having a choice whether or not you get a vaccine. All right. Look, I understand those areas of concern. I really do, particularly, uh, you know, with the uh, situation around whether or not you take the vaccine, it could affect uh, having a child. Isn't that something that these people should be talking to their doctor about rather than politicians? You're absolutely correct. They should be. But, you know, have a look at the government's record and and both state and federal governments. What we've got up here in Queensland is a blame game. It's an absolute disgrace what's going on with, between the Premier and oh, the Prime Minister. Oh, it's starting down here as well. Don't worry oh, about it's that. It's just disgusting. But have, have a listen to this timeline. February 2021, just four months ago, the Federal Government's Therapeutic Goods Administration finds AstraZeneca to be, quote, perfectly safe. March 2021, I asked questions of Senate estimates. Can you guarantee the safety? No, we can't. Oh, Really? April 2021, if you're under 50, you're told that AstraZeneca is too risky because of blood clotting and should be avoided. Everyone hears this. Early June 2021, oops, make that under, under 60. Mid-June, two weeks later, the federal government says AstraZeneca will be phased out by October. June 28th, two weeks later, Scott Morrison announces that under 40s can have AstraZeneca whenever they want it. And he will indemnify, the taxpayers will indemnify doctors who give that advice. And then we have June 30th, two days later, Premier, Queensland Premier says that based on her health advice, under 40 should not get AstraZeneca vaccines. What the hell is going on? People are totally confused. I'll tell you what people are scared of. They're now scared of the government's vaccination. That's what they're scared of because they don't know the government doesn't know what's going on. All right. Uh, look, I've got a, an email here that you've sent to me. 
Since these vaccinations have been rolling out, and I, I can't believe what I've seen with my own eyes. From nurses in their 20s going into cardiac arrest instantly, both had no pre-existing conditions, to people with heart inflammation, blood clotting is through the roof, along with chest pains and people having lost feeling permanently in either their arms or their legs. I've seen MRI scans of people's brains after having had this vaccination, and I'm absolutely terrified. We, and this is the really concerning bit here in this email from Queensland that you've sent to me. We have had three doctors, specialists die in just our hospital alone from this vaccination. One died after his first dose and two died just last week after the second dose. This doesn't make the news, though, does it? Can that you was ver- an email we sent, yeah. uh, that was sent to us from Victoria but what happened the first day when we threw it open on Facebook? Because the core issue, as I keep saying, is about freedom of choice and informed consent, yeah, but... and not getting mandated. So right. we threw it open and got phone calls, mm. and then we were swamped, so we had to shut it down. And then the next day we just said, okay, send us your email. So we got that email from Victoria. We can't verify that straight away. Okay. But we got phone calls. One was from a senior position in the headquarters of an aged care group. She is pregnant and she's very concerned, very uncomfortable telling aged care workers to get on board with getting the vaccine when she's dead set against it herself. You know, so we're putting people in compromising positions. We've also had calls sobbing. One, one was calling for 15 minutes, sobbing the whole time, deeply saddened for the residents being intimidated into getting the vaccine. This is not Australia when you're, when you're forcing old people to get a vaccine, intimidating them to do that. And these aged care, I mean, the aged care workers, Marcus, I, I met with them in Canberra a few weeks ago and, and then had lunch with them as well, uh, the whole group of them from all over the country. Right. These people are really decent people. Oh, they're of course paid they very little, yes. but they're so concerned. They do, they do their job because they love their aged care residents they're looking after. It's a fabulous, fabulous sector for, for um, people who really care. But they're crushing the spirit of these workers. All these right. workers don't want to get vaccinated, some of them. Would you say, when you say some of them, OK, that's the crux. Is it the majority or the minority? That's I think that's what it comes down to. Uh, I mean, look, <laughs> I, I hate to say it like this. You know, I I don't want to pay an increase to the tolls that I that I'm facing today in Sydney. I've got to pay it though. It's the law. You don't have to go on a toll road though. You can use another road. And see what's happening here. Well, not is no, not always. <laughs> no, not always. Things are not proven. They're not proven safe. They're not. Uh, we we don't know. Um, it won't stop us, as George called in a minute ago. It won't stop you getting the virus. Mm. It won't stop you transmitting the virus. The yeah. dosage is not even known. They don't know how long it's going to have an effect. They're not, not sure how many jabs you're going to have to have to get it solidified. They're not sure if you'll be doing it every year. Will it be every year, every six months, the rest of my life? What, what, what will it be? Yeah. There's, there's no understanding. The government is just going from one, one statement to the next. What will happen with the various mutations that are coming out? Will it still be effective? Will they have to have another one for a different mutation? Sure. There are so many questions, and they don't know the impact. Well, Greg Hunt, the federal health minister, did say, uh, and look, we have the quote here, the world is engaged in the largest clinical vaccination trial. Correct. And, Marcus, these people are not lab rats. I'm not a lab rat. If you want to be a lab rat, that's your choice, but we should not be forcing this stuff on people because... Uh, you, you have to have informed consent. People in this country are free and should be free and should stay free. Mm. All right, and even if they work with the most vulnerable who could die from COVID? Well, as George correctly said, and, yeah. and, and as, as the 
uh, chief medical officer in the, in the country uh, when I asked him to send estimates. They confirmed that even if you've had the vaccine, you can still pass on the virus. That you can still transmit the virus. So it's, it's still not uh, it's, it's still not effective. But it's you know, it's a preventative uh, measure, surely. Well, that that can be argued, but it's it's not certain yet that 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 works because you can still transmit the virus. That, that's what that's what's annoying about people about these. Uh, with <laughs> You're this, calling me people. annoying. I think you no, might no, be no, 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 Marcus. I'm saying that's what's annoying people. <laughs> but, but mate, have, have a listen to this. I posted something on Facebook. People sure. were all over it. Someone was holding up a placard at a protest. At this, and this is what the placard said. At this point, I would feel safer if coronavirus held a press conference telling us how it's going to save us from the government. How can we trust a prime minister? How can we trust premiers when they're blaming each other? How can we trust a prime minister who broke his promise? just a few months ago, to not have compulsory mandated vaccination and now doing it. But he's doing it through the back door through the states because Section 51, Paragraph 23A says that you can't do it at the Commonwealth level. So they have to go through the states. All right. That's, that's, you know, you, you can do it legally in, in two states, Victoria and uh, Western Australia, but you can't do it ethically. You can't force Australians to do this. All right, mate. Uh, look, a lot of people will agree with you. Uh, many also won't. That's why we're having this debate. Good to have you on, Malcolm. Take care. We'll chat soon, mate. Okay, mate. Thanks, Marcus. All right, there he is. One Nations. Malcolm Roberts. What do you make of it? Do you agree, disagree? Give me a call. 13 12 69.